Welcome, everybody, to the program. I am your host. It is Rob Zakari. We are back. Yes, we are back from a very, very long weekend. Well, it seemed pretty long. When you got so much news breaking uh, in the course of three days, and you can't get on the old uh, old microphone here and talk about it, it seems like a lifetime. Seems like a lifetime, but I hope everybody had a good uh, Memorial Day weekend. I did. It was pretty swell, aside from, of course, everything that's going on. So let's get to it, because there's a ton of stuff happening. Hopefully we can get everything to today. Uh, It'll probably bleed over until tomorrow. So we have the FBI report. What a coincidence. (laughs) What a coincidence. It was released over a three-day weekend. Just like the Hillary interview a couple months ago, was done uh, over 4th of July (laughs) vacation. So we got that. We have the new uh, Hillary Clinton coughing episode. This time it's allergies. The pollen. That's what it is. It's the pollen. Not real sure what it was the other times. But this time it's the pollen and it's also Donald Trump. We also have the president being punked. He he was. He he was he was he was punked from the president of the was it the Philippines? I want to get to that because it's funny cuz ultimately What we heard the left, what we heard MSNBC, CNN, NBC, Garborough, who is now part of the extreme. What we heard them say was that uh, Trump choked. He chickened out. He didn't say to the Mexican president, you're paying for the wall, you're paying for the wall. But yet, Obama about a month or so ago, said he was going to give the Philippines president a piece of his mind. He was going to tell him, can't be killing drug dealers, can't be, can't be doing these things. And that president said, listen, I'm not a puppet of the United States. When that Obama gets here, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And what happened? Obama canceled the trip. He's like, oh, well, oh man, I'm not going to. I'm not going to meet with him. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not I'm not going to meet with him. He he called my bluff. So we'll get to that. Let's see. Uh Gretchen Carlson got 20 million dollars for her uh <laughs> her, her work over Fox News. We've been following this. And then new reports are that, um, what is her name, uh, 
And I like her too, but she's gone. What's uh what's her name there? Lorna talks out of the side of her mouth. Greta Van Susteren. She's leaving. She's leaving Greta. So we got all these things to get to. Got all these things. And then I want to talk about Glenn Beck and that retard crew he has. Seriously, it's like the retard crew. Ugh. Ben Sass, Beck, <laughs> Shapiro, the whole lot of them. So we'll get to all of it today. So the FBI report comes out. Let's talk about this. The FBI report comes out Friday. Okay? Now, normally you have a news dump Friday. It always happens. But this is a special news dump because we have a holiday Monday. So most people don't pay attention to television on a three-day weekend. They don't. At least not political TV. Listen, uh, this is what I do uh, for a living. This is, this, is, this is my job. And I didn't watch any television involving politics over the weekend. I just didn't. Just didn't. I mean, sure, I, I, I thumbed around, click, 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 but nothing like a work day. Nothing like a work day. And I consider Saturday and Sunday a work day, but when you get that holiday weekend, you got lock up on MSNBC running 24-7. CNN does, I don't know, Anthony Bourdain eating uh, cow penis, deep fried and pig blood, whatever. Something like that. When Hillary Clinton met with the FBI, it happened on a holiday weekend. Now, listen, I'm only 43. But I don't remember, you know, 80, 90 years of our history living through um, the way the government works as far as, uh, you know, partisanship and things of that nature. But from what I remember and things that I read, the FBI was always separate. I mean, it really was. It it was always separate. And for that matter, anytime there were shady things going on involving the highest the highest levels of government. Everything as far as partisan games went out the window. There was always that written, unwritten rule that once it gets to a point where you have some serious shade coming into the picture... Everybody did what they were supposed to do. So FBI was always a separate thing. I mean, it it really was. I remember uh, Hoover and 
Kennedy and going after Kennedy and just the FBI was always a separate entity. You always had uh, people in the FBI being there for 20, 30 years because it wasn't a every four or eight year job. Just it, it wasn't. Now, sure, you could bring up, you know, this point or that point. But by and large, the FBI was always run separate. That's that's just facts. It's just facts. And even the highest levels of the government, like I said, at a point of shadiness. I mean, look at Nixon. Look at the... Uh, uh, Watergate. I mean, I mean, you had uh, attorney generals who refused to do their job. They refused to bury the case, and they resigned. I mean, Nixon had to keep getting new attorney generals to eventually bork doing what he wanted. So to have an FBI director and have people that were part of the FBI work hand-in-hand with the president and a former first lady, former secretary of state, to make sure she is not prosecuted, make sure she is not damaged, make sure she gets hurt as little as possible. I mean, this is unprecedented. It, it, it really is. I mean, I mean, take... Like I said before, I'm preaching to the choir. Most people that listen to this show are conservatives. They're Republicans. They're not part of the left, okay? Whatever you want to call them, they're not part of the left. But if there is liberals listening just take it's even it's difficult to even plead for them to do this because liberals are are so extreme they really are they 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 really are they, they are the extreme left i mean they really are radicals so it's hard to say listen just take the politics away just just let's just strip it down and take Hillary Clinton as a person still can't do that but let's try it you have Hillary Clinton going to an interview with the FBI over July 4th weekend wasn't videotaped you had Lawyers present. You had Cheryl Mills president. And don't forget, Cheryl Mills is part of the group that was under investigation. Cheryl Mills is part of the group that Hillary Clinton said was careless, that the FBI said was careless. And she's able to sit in on that interview. So you had that happening in July. And it gets buried over the three-day weekend. 
So you have it go down on a Saturday. People talk about it. It gets lost through the holiday. And then when people talk about it again, it's like old news. It's like, ah, ah this is old news. What's, what's the point of talking about ah, it's old news? So now we get this report. And this report is stunning. I mean, it really is. It's, it's absolutely stunning. I was floored Saturday when I digested everything from this report. Because you could read, uh, you know, the entire FBI notes. So now this comes out, you have a three-day weekend, they talk about it Friday, gets touched on Saturday, Sunday buried, Monday buried, and here we are Tuesday, and it's basically done, it's basically finished, basically over. And there's things in this that are stunning, absolutely stunning. The fact that Hillary Clinton had no idea, had no idea what the C meant next to these reports. The C. The C stands for either classified or confidential. And regardless of which one, she didn't say classified or confidential. She said she thought it was a way to alphabetize the paragraphs. And the FBI went, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, well, sure, makes sense. I mean, the FBI looked as incompetent. Listen, you want to know why we've had all of these terrorist attacks? You want to know why we've had all these terrorist attacks? Because the FBI did this interview... All of these agents went, oh, yeah, it makes sense. James Comey read it and went, yeah, yeah, I, this totally makes sense. I, I totally, I totally agree with all of these things. Like, I, I wouldn't know what C stands for either. I would think it was um, alphabetizing all these paragraphs, even though there's no A, there's no F, there's no Z, there's no I. There's no other letters of the alphabet that are part of these papers. They're just C's. Sure. And then we get hit by the guy in Orlando, okay? We, we get hit by the guy in Orlando, and it comes out that the FBI had him under investigation, and then they let him go. And then they had him under investigation again, 
Then they let him go. And then he went and killed 49 people. And the FBI went, you know, maybe some things could have been done differently. It's like every one of these attacks, every one of these attacks, think about it. Every one of these attacks that have happened to us, the FBI somehow was involved. Like they somehow had these people in their sights, or they were on the radar at one point. They were on the radar at one point, and they were investigated, and then they were let go. And now you see this FBI report where you have all this stuff. And the FBI is like, yeah, it's totally believable, which makes you say either the FBI under the Obama administration is completely incompetent to the highest levels or they're covering for Hillary Clinton. Now, I'm sure everybody in the audience is going, oh, well, they're covering for Hillary Clinton. Doesn't that frighten anybody? Because if you're a liberal, you go, they're not covering for Hillary Clinton. Then you have to say, well, doesn't it frighten you then that the FBI is completely incompetent? Why? Well, they believe this? And you believe this? Take your affection, your love, your your. Your idol worship, whatever it is. Take take that out of the picture. You you really believe this. You believe that a woman, that Obama, that look at all those never Trumpers who put their names on the lists of saying Hillary Clinton is more qualified than Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton is more qualified than Donald. I am a retired general. I, I worked in the Bush administration. I did, and Hillary Clinton, really? Really, so Hillary Clinton is more qualified than Donald Trump, and she doesn't know what a C is? I mean, I heard people say, well, Donald Trump, he messed up classified. He, he messed up with this, but, Who the hell is he? He didn't spend the last 30 years in government. Spent the last 30 years around top secret memos, classified information. Secret information. Covert. And he, he hasn't been around that. Hillary Clinton has. As first lady, she was around it. I mean, you see Hillary Clinton now. You don't think that's how she was in the White House? You don't think she was like, Bill, let me say that. What are you looking at? Oh, baby, you can't. This is classified. Give me the, give me the damn thing. You, know, you don't think Hillary Clinton was involved in the White House? Please. So if Hillary Clinton is the most... Qualified candidate, not just in this election, but in any election. In any 
intellectual. She's the most qualified. She's the most ready. She is all of these things. And she don't know what C is. And she's like, I thought it was the alphabetizing of, you know, the the paragraphs. What? (laughs) What? Really? Really? And all you never Trumpers, that that's that's what you're saying. That's who you're saying is the most qualified. That that's that's there you go. <laughs> there you go. Because you're so butt hurt that you lost. That your dog lost. Your horse lost. You're so butt hurt. It's amazing. It's amazing to see grown men and grown women who've been part of the political world for 10, 20, 30 years have their feelings hurt because their guy lost. It's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing. So either the FBI is beyond incompetent or they're covering for Hillary Clinton or maybe both. Maybe in the last eight years under Obama, a whole bunch of agents have retired and they brought in a whole flood, just a a whole gaggle of new FBI agents and they're basically Sandra Bullock from miscongeniality. They're 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 some of those FBI agents. I, I don't know. And then you have Hillary Clinton saying not once, not twice, not three times, but thirty nine times. Thirty nine Times say she did not recall. I mean, she didn't even recall when she had classes and and and, and training briefs on how to handle classified information. Again. That's astonishing. It really is. It's astonishing. And if you watch CNN today, all morning, no one talked about this. If you've got Wolf Blitzer on right now, he's not talking about this. It's as if none of this happened. It's as if none of this happened. And when people talked about this, because remember, it dropped Friday, so that's when they were like, all right, let's just flood the airwaves with Clinton supporters, and they will talk about how it doesn't matter what the FBI report says. It doesn't matter what any of this says. The fact is, they decided to not press criminal charges, and that's all that matters. So was she careless? Sure. Did she apologize? Yes. 
But at the end of the day, they decided that there was no criminal intent. Now, remember, guys, Hillary Clinton was a lawyer. Hillary Clinton has been part of the game. She's been part of the game since she was in her late 20s. She was part of the game. So you don't think she knew how to play this game? I don't remember. I don't recall. Again, it's astonishing. It's astonishing. That she did not remember 39 times. 39 times. She didn't remember some of the most important things that one would actually have to remember being Secretary of State or being at any important position in the government. Do you remember? I don't remember. Do you remember getting that training? No. Do you remember anybody teaching you how to handle classified information? No. Do do you remember? You know what? I don't remember, and I'm going to be honest with you. Let me just be honest with you. Remember when I got that concussion? Yeah. Remember then I got the blood clot? Yeah. Well, I forgot a lot of stuff after that. What? Yeah, I forgot a lot of stuff. You forgot a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot a lot of stuff. So you forgot training. Yeah. You forgot any of the things that (laughs) shouldn't be forgotten? Yeah. Because you took a blow to the head and almost died because of the blood clot. Yeah. Okay, sounds sounds pretty good to me. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So not only do you have her not remembering, not recalling, really, really pertinent information. But at the end of it, like the coup de gras, the the like mic drop is, I had a concussion. I had a concussion. Oh, my God. She had a concussion. And don't forget, whenever you bring up health concern, whenever you go, man, she doesn't seem healthy. You hear the cough, you hear that. CNN and MSNBC, NBC, ABC, the whole lot of them. They go, oh, it's this the conspiracy theories that those are debunked rumors. Hey, man, old woman hit her head so hard that she forgot months and months and months and months worth of her life 
I mean, the things that she doesn't remember because of her head are months and months and months of her life. That's just mind-blowing. That's mind-blowing. Seriously, that's mind-blowing. And if this was a Republican, there would be a witch hunt like you've never seen before. There would be a Remember McCain. Remember McCain, the guy with the, the melanoma. The melanoma was stage nine cancer, as far as the liberals are concerned. Stage, he, was, he was the lady. He was that lady from those cancer uh, 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 institute commercials. She's like, I went into my doctor, and he came in and said, Cheryl, you got cancer. And I couldn't believe how he just said it to me. And then I went to cancer of America and whatever it is. But you guys know the damn commercial. I mean, that was McCain. He had skin cancer. And that was McCain. Here's Hillary Clinton talking about missing chunks of her life. Because this is chunks of her life. Because, guys, if Hillary Clinton says that she doesn't remember, you know, these training exercises or these classes, that means she doesn't remember anything in that period. Or she's lying. She's being a good Clinton, a good lawyer, and she's doing exactly what she has to do in order to not get criminal charges brought against her. Either or. Either or. If you're a liberal, you can't have it both ways. You can't go, oh, it's, it's, it's totally, totally understandable for her to forget some, stu- forget some stuff. This is, this is a lot of stuff. This isn't like, oh, wow, I totally forgot the name of that girl. Oh, wow, I totally forgot we went to that restaurant. You're talking about training classes. I mean, you're talking about how to ha- – you're, you're talking about how to decipher classified information. What does C mean? What does this mean? I mean, th- that's serious stuff. That is serious, serious stuff. So if you go along with that excuse, if you go along with that, you should be troubled because that means she has forgotten huge chunks of her life. She, she's forgotten huge, huge chunks of her life. Her past has been erased. Her past has been erased. Another astonishing, I mean astonishing, report was the fact that her and her staff destroyed 13 phones, four iPads. And remember, 
again. The whole private server excuse started with convenience. I did it for convenience. I did it so I didn't have to have all these devices. I did it so everything would be in a neat device in a, in a in a in a in a clean easy to use easy to access all in 13 phones goes against everything that she said in the beginning of this email ordeal and if you go on CNN right now you know what the breaking news is Hillary Clinton talking to the press about Donald Trump's tax returns. Now she's talking to the press, hand-picked press. We'll get to that later, but imagine. You have this report come out Friday, and just like that, what's the breaking news on CNN? Trump's career is full of scams. He should release his tax returns. Scams. Scams. Coming from Hillary Clinton. Not one person goes, uh, yeah, uh, Miss Clinton, uh, those 13 phones that you uh, were using. Uh, how, how can you say that you did what you did out of convenience? When you had 13 phones and four iPads, doesn't sound too convenient. No, Trump's career is full of scams. This is the CNN breaking news. I'll say it again. We on the right are never, ever going to win until we control the media. Just remember that. Remember that we will never, ever win until we control the media. Until that day comes, we are going to be going through this every four and eight years. So they use 13 phones and five or four iPads. And then three of the phones they destroyed with hammers. Guys, you know who destroys phones with hammers? Drug dealers and mafia lieutenants. Those are the types of people that destroy cell phones with hammers. I got an old iPhone. I got I got three iPhones. I don't use them because I got the new iPhone 6 or whatever the hell it is. I never went, oh, I'm not using this anymore. Break it up. Who does that? Who does that? Tom Brady. Remember, you guys remember Tom Brady? Good old Tom. Can't use him on my fantasy football league because he's suspended. Why is he suspended? Because of Deflategate. How long did Deflategate last? How long did the flake gate last? 
it, it lasted to the point where he got let off, and they basically retried him. They retried him. They retried him. And what was one of the most damning uh, things in the report? What was one of the most damning things in the report? He destroyed his cell phone. You guys remember that? Brady destroyed his cell phone. And when everybody got the report, remember, at first everybody's like, ah, Tom's innocent, come on. It's all good. What was the thing that everybody went, oh, guilty? Oh, guilty. He's just super guilty. He destroyed his cell phone. So here's Hillary Clinton's staff destroying cell phones. And you can't say, well, Rob, they did that because once they were done with it, they destroyed it because they didn't want those phones to get in the hands of Russian hackers or any other people that could do harm to our country. Yeah, BS, because they weren't too worried about it when they shipped a laptop. They did. They actually shipped a laptop and, like, a, a hard drive that had emails and information, presumably, Information would seize next to them, and they lost it. So they weren't concerned about the iPhones getting in the hands of Russian hackers or any other bad guys. They were afraid that the press, they were, well... The, the few, few of the press that are not controlled by the CNNs and the ABCs. I mean, if you just watch CNN and you watch her, quote-unquote, press conference, the guy standing next to her is like, okay, and he's pointing to the people. But I, I, I don't want to get off track because we'll, we'll talk about the press conferences that Hillary Clinton is having now, which are not press conferences. It's it's fandom, but anyways, we'll get back. We'll get back to that topic. So they, they destroyed iPhones. Destroyed iPhones. Another part of the report is Hillary and her crew are talking about drones. And she actually says, well, I didn't think it was top secret. I didn't think it was classified. You hear people talking about it in the press all the time. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's insane. I mean, seriously, it's insane. 
And these are just the highlights. I mean, it gets into the weeds on, uh, rather, it's uh, Sidney Blumenfeld. But these are just the highlights. These are those what moments. These are those what? Really? Really? And this is what people believe? This this is what people are <laughs> are 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 buying into? This is what the media, this is what the Wolf Blitzers, this is what the Jake Tappers This is what the Andrea Mitchells, this is what the Chris Matthews, this is what all of them actually are ignoring. And they're ignoring it with a straight face. With a straight face. It's astonishing. It really is. It's 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 astonishing. And then from this, okay, this gets released Friday, Saturday, out in Cleveland. Hillary has a, a coughing attack, like you've never seen before. Now on this show, we've played the Hillary Clinton. Coughing attacks. We had a whole, just a, a, a all of her greatest coughing hits. Good stuff. But she's in an event in Cleveland where she's on stage and she starts coughing. Literally coughing to the point where Tim Kaine, who's sitting behind her, gets up like he's going to make sure she doesn't fall over. I mean, it was, again, it, it, it was astonishing. It was It was literally astonishing. He even goes into his pocket like he's, I don't know, pulling out a a, a shot? I, I don't know. It's just bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. The reaction to the people around her. I mean, they were terrified. And she just kept coughing and coughing and coughing. And, of course, the national uh, press, the, the, the CNNs, they're not going to make a big deal out of it. But right out of the gate, you had local reporters hitting on Twitter saying they've never seen it before. Sure, the coughing attacks happened in the past, but never seen it. This bad. And remember, again, this is coming off the heels 
of not being anywhere for weeks, or at least anywhere to the point where you're speaking at rallies and doing that whole thing. Going to Hollywood fundraisers doesn't count. Going uh, to the Hamptons doesn't count. She basically made the one alt-right speech, and it lasted like 16 minutes. But she reemerges from this self-imposed exile and goes into a coughing fit. Just an insane coughing fit. And right away, the press says, oh, it's pollen in the air. It's pollen in the air. That's what it is. It's pollen. She has an allergic reaction to the pollen. The pollen is very heavy in Cleveland in this time of year. Pollen. Pollen. That's a new one. We never heard that before. We never heard pollen. All of her other coughing fits, there was no pollen. There was no allergies. And after the Cleveland rally, she gets on her plane and goes to the back to take some controlled questions and goes into another coughing fit. So the pollen... Followed them from Cleveland and into the plane and 20,000 feet in the sky. The trail of pollen, the, 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 the heaviest pollen known to man, the most potent pollen known to man. And with straight faces, just straight faces. CNN, and the rest of them went, pollen, totally pollen. There is no health issues, okay? Those are debunked. Those are, those are debunked rumors. Total straight faces. And again, if this was McCain, if this was 70-year-old McCain, please. 70-year-old, imagine if this is Trump. Imagine if this is Trump. Imagine if it was Chris Christie. Imagine if by uh, a miracle, big fat Chris Christie managed to get through the primaries and he won. If big fat Chris Christie was hacking and coughing and gagging on stage, people would say, look, the guy's morbidly obese. It's the only man in the history of, uh, of, of, of the lap band that got his stomach cut out or got the, the stapling, whatever the hell it is. And didn't lose any weight. The press would be going insane. 
if Chris Christie kept going through coughing fits, they'd be like, look, he's a great big fat person. Instead, Hillary Clinton, pollen, pollen. For weeks, you've been hearing conversations about Hillary's health. And for weeks, you've heard the Jake Tappers, Wolf Blitzers, Anderson Coopers talking about it being debunked. There is no health issue. Shouldn't even question it. Dr. Drew questions it and gets fired. And we'll get to that later also. Dr. Drew's come out and said, hey, I was harassed. I was harassed. CNN people were calling me up saying, you need to go on and and retract this. You got to, I mean, it was stunning. But of course, you're not going to hear that on CNN. You're not going to hear it on any of the channels. You're not going to read about it in the Washington Post. You're not going to nothing. Forget about it. Forget about it. You're not, you're not going to, it just doesn't happen. Debunked. Hillary's health is debunked. Debunked. It's all debunked. So this entire time, everybody's talking about her health. This entire time, you got the left say, it's not a non-issue, non-issue. And she's hiding. She pops out of hiding. Her first day back, and what happens? Goes into a coughing episode. A gagging, hacking, coughing episode. Not once, but twice. And everybody says, ah, it's the pollen. It's the pollen. Come on. And don't forget, this is coming on the heels of a report from Friday where Hillary said she forgot chunks of her life due to a concussion. Chunks of her life due to a concussion. Oh, my God. And we hear, ah, she's as healthy as a horse. Oh my God! Really, really, Brooke Baldwin, you 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 say this with such a straight face. Washington Post, you say this with such a straight face. Never Trumpers, you're d- signing those letters. You're yeah, Hillary's the most qualified. Hillary, the- wow. And again, let me throw this back at the Never Trumpers. Let me throw this back at you. If you think for one second, if Marco Rubio was there instead of Trump, the media would be all over Hillary's health. They'd be all over her coughing. They'd be all over her FBI. You're nuts. They'd be doing the same thing. doesn't matter if it's Trump, if it's Rubio, if it's Cruz, if it's Huckabee. If it's morbidly obese, 
Chris Christie. Wouldn't matter. You remember what they did to Mitt Romney. You remember all of the things they did to Romney? Remember Andrea Mitchell doing that whole uh, uh, splicing of the of the tape uh, of Romney looking confused with the scanners? Remember that? They they did it to Romney. What do you think they they were gonna pat Rubio on his little head? Oh, Marco, we love you. Bad Hillary. Bad grandmama. They be doing the same thing. Told you the Democrats were smart, a lot smarter than Republicans for the last 15, 20 years. After Bill Clinton lost, or after after Bill Clinton, after Al Gore lost, that was the day that they said they will never, ever lose again. And the first step to that is controlling the media. The first step to that is controlling the media. And Republicans didn't get it. Republicans didn't get it. I don't know if it's that they didn't want to get it. I don't know if it's that Republicans don't really want to be in control. They like to be the passengers. They like to be the backseat drivers. I don't know. But for them to be so inept and clueless as it pertains to controlling the media, is baffling to me. Literally baffling to me. Absolutely baffling. So this is Hillary Clinton. This is what we got over the weekend. And today, no one's talking about the cough heard around the world. Nobody's talking about the FBI report. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because a new CNN poll just came out that puts Trump ahead of Hillary. It's Labor Day or after Labor Day. And this is the time that everybody said the campaign really starts. Remember that? Remember that. Go back about six weeks ago. Go back before the convention. At one point, Trump was up. 
At one point, Trump was up. And what did we hear from everybody on the left? What did we hear from everybody on the left? Which is the entire media universe. What did we hear? Ah, polls don't mean nothing. Don't mean a thing. The election doesn't get started until after Labor Day. That's when everybody's paying attention. That's when the kids go back to school. That's when mom and dad are now focused. They now focus on who can lead this country the best. So it doesn't matter that uh, Trump is up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Remember, we were told that. And then after the convention, the Republican convention, Trump gets a big bump. And what do we hear? Guys, Hillary hasn't had her convention. She hasn't had her convention. Remember, polls mean nothing. Hillary has her convention. She gets a bump. And then from that point, For the next three weeks, Trump walks on his junk. Every day he walks on his junk. And the press makes sure, amplify that walk on his junk. They amplify it. Boom, 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 boom. And almost overnight, Trump goes down, Hillary goes up. And then what are we told? It's over. Everybody tells us, over. Done. Hillary, get ready to start measuring them curtains. It's finished. It's over. And you sit back and go, wait a minute, what happened to the whole Labor Day thing? That that doesn't matter. Look at Hillary's up by 10 points. Doesn't matter. But it did matter a few weeks ago. Well, it doesn't matter now. Why? Because Hillary's up. And as long as we in the media can keep hammering this home and we keep telling all of you on the right that it's over, you will be dejected. You will be defeated. You will be depressed. You will not be energized. You will not be excited. And you'll stay home. But wait a minute, this is kind of, what? guess what, F you. So then Trump does a campaign shakeup. He stops stepping on his junk. He steadies the ship. And all of a sudden he starts doing a little better. Then a little better. And then a little better. Every day a little bit better. An inch here, an inch there. An inch here, an inch there. But we're still told the election's over. It's finished. Because eventually, Trump will step on his junk. He's eventually going to step on his junk. And he doesn't step on his junk. A week goes by. 
two weeks go by, but we're still being told it's over. Still being told it's over. And I remember Thursday, hell, I think it was Friday before we went on break. I said, why does nobody ever bring up the fact that Michael Dukakis blew like a 15-point lead? Why does nobody bring that up? Michael Dukakis was, was, was sailing to a victory. Nobody brings up the fact that he blew a lead beyond, I mean, just gone. Like every week it was like, you know, 14 points, 10 points, 9 points, 8 points, 6 points, 4 points, 2 points, 1 point, down 1, down 2, down 3. Nobody brings that up. Nobody brings that up. So now we go into the weekend. The FBI report comes out. Shows Hillary's just beyond. Uh, she's either comp- just beyond lying to the 90th degree of lying or unbelievably incompetent, like dangerously incompetent. And she's supposed to be the most competent of all the people that have ever run. Like I said, take Trump out of the mix. Take him out of the mix. Just, just take him out of the mix. Hillary Clinton versus any generic candidate. I don't care who it is. Hillary Clinton versus Bernie Sanders. It's, pretend it's California, a Senate race. We have two Democrats running against each other. She's supposed to be the most competent. And an FBI report comes out that says she's clueless, literally clueless. She's a 70-year-old, 16-year-old kid in high school. Like, oh, my God, I, I didn't know. Excuse me, Hillary, did you not? I didn't know. Really? Oh, my God. I totally didn't know what that C was. Hillary, I thought I told you to put that phone away. I did. But I got... Twelve others. Ha! I mean, I mean, either either way, either way. So this comes out. She's got tacking and gogging and ah, ah, ah. poll comes out today. Now what are we hearing? Oh, it's early. It's early. Early. Now we're back to early. So this poll comes out. That has Trump up by like two or three points. It, it, it says that 50% of the people don't trust Hillary Clinton. I mean, literally, like, like it, it goes like 50 and 30. So, I mean, it, like 50% of the people don't trust Hillary. 30% of the people don't trust Trump. He's destroying Hillary with independence, 49% to 29%. I mean, this CNN poll, this, he's, just, he's destroying her. So what do you hear today? Still early. 
polls, schmoles. Um, Donald Trump needs to release his tax returns. Donald Trump is a scam artist. And there was no coughing. There was no FBI report. And there's still 69 days left. It's far from over. It's far from over. Wow. That was that was quick CNN. That was quick Jake Tapper. That was quick Wolf Blitzer. Imagine if we on the right controlled half the media. Imagine if we on the right controlled half the media. Imagine what this country would look like. Seriously. I know you on the left go, it look like crap. But my friends on the right, we'd be in paradise. It'd be a utopia. Because the only reason we have a Democrat rule is because they control the message. And when you control the message, you win. Why do communist countries, why do dictatorships, why do these regions of the world control the media? Why is that the most important thing for them? Why is controlling the internet the most important thing for them? Why is controlling their newspapers? Why is controlling their television? Why is that the most important thing to them? Forget military. Forget an economy. Forget all of that. What is the most important thing for a dictatorship to have that is control of the message as long as you have control of the message as long as you have control of the people disseminating that message then you win every time why do companies Spend millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to advertise hamburgers, X-Lax. drugs. Why? Listen, companies aren't stupid. Okay, the companies are the, the, some companies are stupid, but for the most part, companies aren't stupid. The successful ones are not stupid, so they do these things because it works. Why is it all about ads? Why is it all about television ads? Because it works.
So if the only thing that you see every single day, and it's not just an ad, not just a commercial, but messaging. So if you're sitting there and you watch an ad for Hillary Clinton that says Donald Trump is dangerous, Donald Trump is an a-hole, Donald Trump is scum, and then it goes to Wolf Blitzer or Jake Tapper, and they go, welcome back to the fix or welcome back to whatever, and we're going to bring in retired uh, Admiral uh, Ken Sakakia. Ken Sakakia, what do you think of Donald Trump? He's dangerous. He's horrible. He's bad. Okay, thank you. You control the media. You control the message. You control the world. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And that's why today there's nothing about Hillary Clinton's coughing fit. There's nothing about the FBI report. You have Trump up in the polls. And you have CNN and Don Lemon and the rest of them all talking about tax returns. Untrustworthy. He's shady. He's sketchy. Don't forget, a few weeks ago, it was over. It's done. Finished. Hillary Clinton in a landslide. That's what we're told. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. All right, my friends? We're going to take a quick break. And then we'll be back. And we're going to talk about uh, good old Obama. That's what he is. He's, he's Barack Hussein Obama. And uh, maybe a couple other interesting tidbits, but don't go away. It's Rob Zakari show. We'll be right back. Yeah. Thanks to Lincoln. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military. They're important. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military. They're You know. 
on a Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain? Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train where I had of hope side by side with me? Make America great again, break the chains. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer. Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution, break the chains, let me this year. On a Trump train. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win. And we're going to keep winning. And we are going to make America great again. Greater than ever before. Greater than ever before. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. That was our extended commercial. Yes, it was the extended commercial on the show. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Don't forget, guys, you can follow us at uh, the Rob Zakari Show.com. Don't forget, it's the Rob Zakari Show.com. Go there, check it out. I guarantee you will like all the things that we have up there. We actually have. Uh, on the main page, the Clinton Cash movie. So you can watch that. Clinton Cash movie. Watch it. You'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. What do, what do I know anymore? All right. So listen, we talked about this in the beginning of the show. And it was funny watching um, the media non-cover it. It was like a, a cover non-cover. But I thought it was ironic because kind of the um, kind of the same stuff that they went after uh, Trump about as far as the uh, wall and who's going to pay for the wall. Who's going to pay for the wall? You didn't tell the president of Mexico he's going to pay for the wall. You, you got punked. Or what did Tim Kaine say? You got, you choked. You were down, you choked. You were down there and you choked. That was like after everybody praised Trump. Everybody said, oh, Trump did a good job. He went down there, acted presidential. Wow. And the Mexican press tore into their president, Jorge Ramos. Remember? 
His daughter works for Hillary Clinton, Jorge Ramos, Vicente Fox, the whole lot of them. How could you let Trump get away with that? How could you? So after Trump was on his way back to the United States as he went to Arizona, the Mexican president said, I told him we're not going to pay for the wall. I told him we're not going to pay for the wall. And that's in the press. And the press said, ah, you choked. Remember Scarborough? That little scumbag, Joe Scarborough. He choked. His girlfriend, Mika Brzezinski. Remember Mika Brzezinski? Ah, they choked. They choked. They choked. They choked. So now you got Obama, or Obummer. Barack Hussein Obama. And what happens? Remember, a few months ago, he said, I'm going to go talk to that, uh, that president of the Philippines. He can't just be, he can't just be killing drug dealers. He, he, what's, he can't do that. He, he can't be running his country like that. I'm going to tell him. That's a no-no. Remember? It's a fact. I'm not making this up. It's a fact. A few months ago, he said he was going to give the Philippines president the business. He was going to tell him that doing what he's doing is wrong. I mean, it's kind of funny that people would actually say what the Philippines president is doing is a bad thing. Like, I get it. You know, due process, the, the, the whole, that, 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 that whole thing. But let's face it, when you're dealing with countries like the Philippines and Mexico, Colombia, you know, there's no room for a lot of due process. When you're dealing with these drug cartels who saw people's heads off, you know, you either lower that fist, you know, give them the boom, or you have a country like Mexico that's overrun. With drug cartels. And you try to negotiate like Vicente Fox did. Try to negotiate with them. Oh, let's make a deal. You guys do this. uh, We'll do that. And you can't do that. So at least the Philippines president say, nah, ain't happening. I'm going to just whack these, these drug lords, these dealers, these scum. Okay. That's that's one way to get the problem under control. It's not like he's whacking reporters. It's not like he he's just he's just pulling your average citizen out of their house. Like I said, sure. 
you know, you need a little due process. It'd be nice, but he doesn't want his country to look like Mexico. And it's understandable. But Obama, you know, he thinks he's a big tough guy. He's a big tough guy. Apologizing all over the world. But I guess he figured the Philippines president is a tiny little guy like Manny Pacquiao or something. <laughs> you know? I, I'd slap him. So he said, I'm going to meet with him and I'm going to tell him the things that he's doing. Things that he's doing are wrong. You can't do that. So what happens? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> the Philippines president told Obama, he, he ain't coming here to, to give me a piece of his mind. He ain't coming here to tell me how to run my country. We're a sovereign nation. Who the F does he think he is? Of course, I'm paraphrasing. He said, I demand... Obama to be respectful during our meeting. Call him a son of a bitch. He said, I demand Obama to be respectful. Son of a bitch. Actually, uh, it was translated into son of a whore. Son of a whore. And guess what happened? Obama canceled the meeting. Canceled the meeting. Talk about choking. Remember, Obama was going to give the Philippines president the business. He was going to tell him, we don't like what you're doing with the drug dealers. We don't like the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. That you've killed. We don't like that. You can't do that. And the Philippines president pushed back. He said, who the hell are you? You don't come and talk to me that way. You son of a whore. And Obama went, okay, you know what? Obviously, obviously, he's not scared of me. Obviously, he's kind of doing a little pile up, kind of like what the Chinese did to me. You know, they had a whole big international incident on the tarmac in China. Again, Trump goes to Mexico. He punks the Mexican president. Because all these things that the Mexican president said that he told Trump privately he didn't open his mouth on that stage and he had every opportunity to. And like I said last week, it's not like that president's popular. He was already getting a world of crap from everybody in his country for having Trump there. So he would have got a huge applause. He would have got huge props for saying the things that he said through Twitter and through Reuters 
when Trump was back in the United States on that stage. But he didn't because he got punked. He got punked by Trump, Giuliani, Pence. He got punked. And yet everybody spun it. Everybody came out and said, oh, Trump choked. Then here's Obama getting punked by the Philippines president. He's getting punked by China. I mean, you guys had to have seen that video. Or is that one of those things that the press isn't talking about? Is that one of those things where they're basically burying it? Is that is that it? Are they burying it? What, what's going on? Are they burying that? What happened? <laughs> the whole big dust up. They're arguing about steps. They're arguing about the press corps, who was allowed in uh, to a room. Rather, it was Valerie Jarrett. I I mean, China wasn't having nothing. They're like, listen, you're here. You're going to do what we say. End of story. End of story. So I think the Philippines president... said, eh, China's muscling them. We're going to muscle them. I mean, Obama makes Jimmy Carter look, <laughs> look like... Hey, seriously, Obama makes Jimmy Carter look... Uh, he, he makes Jimmy Carter look like Ronald Reagan. Like Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter looks at Obama and goes, I'm I'm tougher than him. I'd kick his ass and I'm full of cancer. I'm full of cancer and I'm white and I'm about 80 years old and I kick his ass. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, but but Trump. Trump went to Mexico and he choked. He choked. Obama, he canceled a meeting because a Philippine president called him out. He said, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> what if what if he does a Manny Pacquiao on me? What if he gives me a a left and a and a right? What if, I don't want to do that. I almost I almost got my ass kicked by a bunch of, of Chinamen. I always got my ass kicked by a bunch of Chinamen. And then I ran into Putin. And Putin gave me that look like, listen to me. Listen, I will beat your, I will beat the black out of you. You will leave here and you will be as white as your mama. That's why Obama started doing the whole apology tour thing. He did the whole apology thing again. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> 
Come on, man. I know some of you are like, dude, you're harsh. You're harsh. Bomb apologized. He apologized for the bombings in Laos. <laughs> He's just, the guy's crazy. He is. He's just crazy. I'm telling you, there's something, as, as Trump would say, there's something going on. I, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely, definitely something going on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Here's some of his, his, his quotes. That conflict was another reminder that whenever... The cause, whatever our intentions, war inflicts a terrible toll, especially on innocent men, women, and children. Today, I stand with you acknowledging the suffering and sacrifices on all sides of that conflict. At the time, the U.S. government did not acknowledge America's role. It was a secret war, and for years, the American people did not know. And even now, many Americans are not fully aware of this chapter in our history. And it's important that we remember today. The United States does not seek to impose our will on Laos. Rather, we seek a relationship based on mutual respect, including respect for your independence and your sovereignty. (laughs) Ah, he gets... He gets called out by the Philippines president. China push him around. <laughs> I mean, literally, there, was, oh, there, there literally was almost a fight, a fist fight on the tarmac. And I kid you not. It was almost a fist fight. Not between Obama, but staff, press, Chinese staff. Chinese press started on the tarmac and then went into uh, the buildings where the meetings were. Talk about an international incident. Remember the left? Donald Trump went to Mexico and created an international incident. What are you talking about? International incident. He punked the Mexican president. The Mexican president waited for Trump to be back in Arizona before he said a word. What do you mean an international incident? Hussein Obama got called out by the Philippines president and then canceled his trip because he was terrified that the Philippines president would do a Manny Pacquiao on him. He gets punked by China. He gets punked by Putin. He goes and apologizes for Laos. This guy's just this, this guy's incredible. This guy's incredible. He's got to be the weakest president. Weakest president. And then you the attention back to the United States, and is it his own home state? Is it where he grew up? His 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 roots. His roots. You know what? They hit 500. They hit a milestone. 500 murders. 
Chicago, 500. Milestone for the year. When's the last time he went to Chicago? When's the last time he did some type of summit in Chicago? He don't want to go to Chicago, does he? Why doesn't he go to Chicago? Why doesn't he apologize to all the people in Chicago? Why doesn't he go down there and say, hey, man, I'm sorry that I have not created anything for any of you. I'm sorry that I have really done absolutely nothing. And in turn, it's a war zone. I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry you have nothing. I'm sorry your life has turned to this path. I'm sorry for seven and a half years I have done not a single thing for any of you. Why doesn't he do that? He's over in he, he, apologizing for Laos, really? He's in Laos? Laos, I'm sorry. I'm sorry what happened many, many years ago. Chicago's a war zone. Where's the apology over there? And that's all him. I know some of you on the left go, what's he? What's he have? Yeah, he's from there, but are you going to hold people responsible? Listen, his chief of staff, his boy, his inner circle is the mayor. Not only is it Obama's home turf, but his chief of staff. His chief of staff. Someone who also worked with the Clintons. He's the mayor. So he's the mayor. Obama's from there. It's a war zone. They got records today. 500. Record. It's a record. Get Guinness. Get Guinness. It's a record. It's amazing. And Obama's in Laos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Villages and entire valleys were obliterated. Including the ancient plain of jars. What the hell is the ancient plain of jars? Ancient plain of jars. Ancient plain of jars. Sorry. You don't want to go to Chicago. Don't want to go to Chicago. It's horrible, man. It's horrible. This, this, this president's bad. I'm telling you, he's bad. He's weak. Bad, weak. And we are a... Our... You know... Whatever. I mean, it it comes to a point where it's a whatever. Because as long as the media, which is forever, as long as the media, as long as social media... But as long as there's that firewall, we're always, always going to be in this position. It's never going to get better. 
and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. That's all. It's only going to get worse because my Republican friends still think controlling House members in some backwoods, wacky congressional district is how you control the government, how, how, you, how you reshape the country. They really think that. They really, really think that. Remember, the, the, these are the guys that are still fighting. Some of these guys are still fighting, you know, bizarre culture wars as far as, and I'm not talking about, uh, you know, cross-dressers and bathrooms, but still trying to, to, to fight gay marriage, you know, things like that where it's like, oh, please, guys, it's over. You're wasting your breath. That's, it's, it's over. It's, it's over. Stop. It's over. These are the guys. Uh, we're doomed. We're doomed. All right. It's Rob Zakari Show. Uh, quick break for a quick second. Just a quick second. And if you're listening to us on Breaker or you're listening to us on Blog Talk, uh, you could listen to Hillary Clinton in one of her uh, better pandering moments, and that is hot sauce in her swag bag. Be right back. It's Rob's Carry Show. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just- sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce in my bag. Friends. Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's. I had somebody on there. Really? Is it working? Really? Really? My mom's basement. No, seriously, hot sauce. I've been, I've been. Eating those, I mean, a lot of hot sauce. A lot of, uh, are those, is that a carp, is that a carpet on your wall? You need to slow down a little bit. I need to slow down a little bit. I'm a white uh, wall. Because I think it's I mean, my immune system strong. Maybe we'll really go back do. to the other stuff. I think hot sauce is good for you. You guys are brutal. All right, we're back. Those of you on Spreaker, listen to that. Blog Talk, you listen to that. Those of you who are listening on Periscope, or watching on Periscope, or just listening to me complain about people asking if the studio's in my mom's basement. I don't know why. Why it doesn't look like it's my mom's basement. It's a studio. I, I mean, look, you got IMAX. You got. I. I, I mean, Jesus. I put up a like a, a star-spangled banner backdrop, and there's a. Ramon Santiago picture here. If you look it up, the guy's a, a dead, a famous dead artist. That's all. I just didn't like the white walls. Then it looks like uh, I'm really psychotic. These guys are brutal. 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 All right. Um, I want to talk about this uh, press, the whole Hillary Clinton press thing. Now she's got press. You got press. Have you guys seen that uh, 
the picture going around on the internet. If you go to uh, Twitter, you check it out. And it's uh, the press pool led by, of course, Andrea Mitchell. And it's like they're at a Justin Bieber concert. I swear to God. It's like you've got 16, 15-year-old girls watching Justin Bieber put on a pair of Calvin Klein underwear. I mean, I mean they literally have this, this, this look of, of, of loss of, uh, of, Ah, uh, I mean, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Now, don't forget. Don't forget. This is the same press. So you, you either have press like Andrea Mitchell, who's a, a card-carrying, lifelong liberal, or you have members of the press that are new in the sense that they just got their liberal arts degree or they just got their women's studies degree. They just got unleashed from mom and dad's house. They've been elevated from the 100 to $150 blog posts that they were getting for Huffington Post or Politico, and they now have been picked to travel with Hillary Clinton. So in turn, this is their first real gig, and in turn, they're not going to do anything edgy. They're not going to do anything that could get them fired, that could get them banished that could get them ignored, that could get them in the crap house. Remember what Ben Rhodes said. Remember Obama's, uh, uh, the hell was he? The, not the press secretary, what the hell, uh, the national security advisor or whatever the hell Ben Rhodes was, policy advisor. Remember what he said? We sold the Iran deal by using the press. Because the press is full of a bunch of millennials, a bunch of young kids, a bunch of young kids that have no idea what they're doing. They're just happy to be sitting in a room with a bunch of people that talk to the President of the United States. And after spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of their parents' money and getting hundred and hundred and fifty dollar blog gigs from Politico, Huffington Post, Daily Beast. They are beside themselves to be in a room with a security director or a press secretary, whoever. So in turn, they're like, okay, well, okay, so this is it. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I, I, uh, I mean, they basically get down on their knees and open up. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Whatever. What do you want? Uh. 
And he said, that's how we sold the Iran deal. So these are the same people that are on the Hillary Clinton magical mystery plane tour. That's all. You got a whole bunch of newbies and like old war horses like Andrea Mitchell who are just lifelong card-carrying extremists on the left. That's a fact. And of course, CNN and ABC and NBC, you know, the list goes, Hillary Clinton is finally going to answer questions from the press. She's finally traveling with the press. This is a big deal. See, she's open. She's, she's going to be more forthright. She's going to be... No, she's not. She's not going to do anything. What's so... This is not standing in a room taking questions from random reporters in an uncontrolled environment. You've got people that are handpicked. You've got reporters that are handpicked. You have people that are getting their marching orders from executives who say, say this, say that, don't say this, don't do that. And even the ones that don't have to be told that aren't going to do anything to rock the boat because, again, five months ago, they're writing blog posts for Huffington Post for 150 bucks, while their dad's going, wow, we have to eat TV dinners so we can afford your college tuition, the loans that we had to take out so you could get your woman's studies degree, and you're making 150 bucks writing for the Huffington Post. Wow. Thanks, daughter. So they're not going to go on Hillary Clinton's plane and go, Hillary, how did you have 13 cell phones? Hillary, how could you say that you forgot 30-something times? How could you say, what, do you think they're going to do that? You think they're going to do that? Come on. You really think they're going to do that? There's already reports. Listen. 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 You go on uh, Breitbart right now. You go on Breitbart. They got a little thing. An NBC reporter. He got out of line. An NBC reporter got out of line. He basically talked about Hillary Clinton's uh, coughing attack. 
And the Clinton spokesperson said, Dear Andrew, NBC News, get a life. Thanks, Nick. And then after that, all the other outlets jumped on. Vox's Matthew Legacius joined the attack. He said, they seriously ran that story? And then he told followers to delete the reporter's career. Now, guess what? This guy is never, ever going to act up again. Let me tell you something. Right now, Andy Lack at MSNBC has already been on the phone with him. He's already said, hey, Andrew, what the F did you do? Well, I was just, I was asking about the, the, the you know, I was the coughing and the thing. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You understand me? Shut your mouth. You don't say those. Where you you shut your mouth. Remember, this is the network that had Scarborough. Well, they still have Scarborough, but remember, Scarborough was Trump's buddy. And once all the audio of the hot mic stuff came out, once the media started just basically shaming Scarborough, Lack and the rest of them at NBC hit up Scarborough and said, Joe, you better change direction here. You better, you better change course. So basically, overnight, Scarborough said, okay, now I'm going to be outraged by something Trump said. And now I'll say, though, that's the line for me. He's an abomination. He's horrible. Because somebody talked to Scarborough, Ms. Brzezinski, and said, guys, nip it. Done. I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens. It's no different. All these people that are calling Trump a racist, uh, a, a xenophobe, a homophobe, all these just horrible, horrible, horrible things. All of these, just, just you name it, they call them it. But yet, none of them called them these names two years ago. Nobody called them these names three years ago. Listen, if you're a racist, if you are somebody that despises black people, okay? If you are somebody that despises black people, you don't just all of a sudden despise black people. That's not how it happens. If you're a racist, you've been a racist all your life. And if you've been in the public eye, 
all of your life? You've been in the public lie all of your life? And you've been a racist all of your life? There's going to be a whole hell of a lot of information. And I'm not talking about public life like uh, uh, Sterling there, the Clippers guy. That's not public life. Donald Trump has been in public life. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody that's in the pages of the magazines, that's, uh, that's in movies, that's on TV, that public eye, that public life. Donald Sterling is not public life. Talk about somebody that's been out and about on top, on the bottom, on the top again, on the bottom. If Trump was a racist, if Trump was this lifelong racist, because remember, you can't just become a racist overnight. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. It's not like a disease, okay? It's not like getting a case of the racist cough. It's not like Hillary Clinton's cough, okay? If you're a racist and you're a homophobe and you're a xenophobe and you're a, a, a gay, every phobe there is, and you've been in the public life for 30 and 40 years, that information would have been out there. That information would have been out there. And it wasn't. And every single one of these Democrats, rather it was Chris Matthews, rather it was Oprah Winfrey, rather it was Hillary Clinton, rather it was Harry Reid, Chuck Schumer, the list goes on and on. Trump was a racist. All of these horrible things, a bigot and a homophobe. Why were they all buddy-buddy with him? Oh, he wasn't a racist then. Oh, he wasn't a racist then. He only became a racist when he started to run for president and run against Hillary Clinton. Then he became a racist. I get it. I get it. I get it. Same thing with the Never Trumpers, the Scarboroughs. So, the traveling press corps, and now Hillary Clinton is all of a sudden answering questions from the press. Now, all of a sudden, she's Doing what everybody's wanted her to do is, 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 is bull, bull, complete BS. It's not happening. It's fake. Those aren't real press people, okay? Those aren't real, that's controlled press. It's not real press people. Okay? Sorry, they're not. Andrea Mitchell is not real press. And the minute anybody tries to do some real press stuff, they get shut down. They get belittled. They get attacked. 
and they get put in their place. Because you're not going to fly on Hillary Clinton's plane. And ask her real questions. It's not going to happen. Or you could go back and go back to your mom and dad's basement and blog for Huffington Post. Go back to Huffington. End of story. End of story. All right. It's the Rob Zakari Show. And it's not duct tape, ladies and gentlemen, that I have down uh, on one of the stands on the microphone. It's not duct tape. The difference is gorilla tape. Okay? Know your tape. Duct tape, not strong. Gorilla tape is the strongest. Gorilla tape is the best. It's gorilla tape. Yes, it's gorilla tape. And this microphone setup has gone through uh, the wear and tear of about two and a half years. And yes, I should get a new one. But for some reason, I don't want to because I feel like it will be a jinx. I do have a bit of OCD. Yes, I do. I do. A very a tinge of it. It used to be real bad. Like, real bad. Like, aviator bad. It's not as bad. But I do have a tinge of OCD, and I don't want to switch up. I don't want to change my setup. No different than I have a real nice iMac here. You know, one of them good $2,000 ones. And then I got... On this other setup, a horrible, horrible Dell computer that is probably from 1998. (laughs) And it's got bedazzled jewels on the top because it was my uh, girlfriend's monitor. And I have a real nice mon. I just don't want to change it up. I don't want to change things. I got these little OCD things in me. Sorry, that's what I have. Same thing with my headphones. I got really nice Bose headphones, but I like my camo skull headphones. I know. Looks ghetto, but it's the OCD in me. I got a little OCD. You guys kill me. So many, so, so many comments about my, the setup. Bastard. All right, there's my Hillary Clinton two cents. It's Rob's Carey show. Don't uh, leave. We're going to round it out with a little Gretchen Carlson in a minute. Don't go away. Hold on. We'll be back. Don't leave. Listen to uh, Donald Trump and the anti-Muslim question if you're listening to blog talk and Spreaker. So, so I'm really honored by the crowd, and we're going to have some fun now, because instead of making a speech, which I've been doing over and over and over, I want to take questions. Don't we like that, right? Okay. All right, let's start with this group right over here. Come on. 
Okay, this man, I like this guy. Welcome, White Plains. Well, Amen. Well, okay. Like we problem know. in this country. It's called Muslims. We know our current president is one. Right. You know wow. he's not even an American. We need this first question. This is man. First but anyway, we have training camps growing where they want to kill us. Mm -hmm. All right. That's my question. When can we get rid of We're going to be looking at a lot of different things. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that, and a lot of people are saying that bad things are happening out there. We're going to be looking at that and plenty of other things. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Rob Zaccari Show. Sitting here watching, uh, man, CNN. It's like they're just brutal. They really are just brutal. Man, I, I, it's what time is it right now? It's twelve twenty-three, twelve. So it's uh, twelve to one, one, two. It's three thirty now. Three thirty, and since so it's three thirty East Coast, twelve thirty my time. Since uh, nine a.m. my time, nine a.m. my time, there has not been one mention. From 9 a.m. my time to 12.24 of Hillary Clinton and her emails and her concussion and not knowing and all of the things that were in that report on Friday. The convenient Friday holiday weekend dump. Now, Hillary had a press conference this morning or not a press conference, uh, a rally. And Trump had a town hall with uh, General Flynn where they talked about uh, national security. And you're not hearing or seeing any clips from Trump. You're not seeing any breaking news headlines from Trump. It's all about Hillary Clinton talking about Trump is a scam artist and Trump needs to release his taxes and Trump is dangerous and Trump is a scam artist. And now if you tune to CNN, you'll see Kristen Powers, former Clinton official, talking about, hey, the FBI resolved the Clinton email Situation. It's over. So we're not talking about it anymore. Finish. Amazing. All right. Let's uh, close another chapter because we're finished with the Gretchen Carlson story. We're gonna we're gonna close this chapter. Okay. It's closed. Closed. You ready? Gretchen Carlson has settled her sexual harassment lawsuit against Roger Ailes and, of course, Fox for, are you ready? $20 million. $20 million. Not $5 million, not $10 million, not $15 million. Not $18 million. $20 million. 
dollars. I know I sound like Austin Powers. <laughs> One million, twenty million dollars. That's a nice severance pay, right? How's that for severance pay? Remember, remember. Gretchen Carlson was at Fox for many, many, many years. And she says the sexual harassment started around 2013, 2014. And remember, the other woman, Tenteros, said it was like a frat house. It was like a giant playboy mansion full of glory holes and all sorts of exciting sexual things. She didn't say glory holes, but she's talking about playboy mansions and (laughs) sex dens. I just imagine glory holes and things of that nature. See, and all this stuff going on, and apparently Gretchen Carlson was fine with it as long as Gretchen had a featured spot on a program. She even brought her iPhone and recorded conversations between her and Roger Ailes. Again. Again. Why would she be doing this if she's being sexually harassed and on the job for a few years after these recordings? wasn't like Gretchen Carlson got sexually harassed in 2013, and she went, oh, my God, you disgusting pig, quit, and then filed a lawsuit. No, 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 no. Gretchen Carlson had a plum gig, didn't see any of these sex parties and sex things going on. She got called into... Roger Ailes' office, he said a whole bunch of things to her. She recorded it and then went, okay, well, have a nice day, Roger. And then she went back to her co-hosting job on her Cush program. And basically, what her plan was, should the day come when she's fired, or something doesn't go her way, she will then say she was sexually harassed. So, either way, Gretchen Carlson wins. Either way, she gets a payday. So it doesn't matter. So what happened? Gretchen Carlson got yanked from her cush spot She got another spot. 
Her ratings were horrible. Or at least not up to par. She gets fired. And then what happens? Oh, I was fired because I wouldn't have sex with Roger Ailes. Here's the proof. Now I'm suing him and Fox. Gee, go figure. And today, they settled with her for $20 million. And she's happy to move on to the next chapter of her life. And she plans to help empower in the workplace. She wants to thank all the brave women who came forward to tell their own stories and the many people across the country who embraced and supported me. Wow. Wow. Got to give it to her. Got to give it to her. She, she, she worked it. She worked the system. And she laid out a beautiful, beautiful blueprint to any other woman out there who's working for a major, major company on how to maneuver a severance package in the excess of 15 million dollars kudos got to give it to her man got to give it to her she worked it and she cashed in and that is the final chapter in the Gretchen Carlson sexual harassment Story. Now, my question is, what the hell's going on with Greta Van Susteren? What's going on with Greta? Starting today, starting today, Britt Hume. Britt Hume. Who? I don't know if you guys know this or not. Was rumored many, 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 many years ago. To have had an affair with Megan Kelly. Just a rumor. Just a rumor. But many, many, many years ago, the rumor is Megan Kelly and Britt Hume had an affair. Don't know if it's true. Don't know if it's true, but that's the rumor. So, Britt Hume is taking over for Greta Van Susteren starting tonight. Tonight! Just like that. 14 years. 14 years Greta has been with Fox. And just like that, it's over. It's over. going on there now here's my personal opinion again 
Don't know if I'm right. Don't know if I'm wrong. Don't know if I'm even in the same ballpark. When the Roger Ailes shakeup came down, okay, you basically had lines drawn. Murdoch's kids wanted to run Fox News the way they want to run it, not the way Roger Ailes ran it. They want to do things their way. They want their people. And so you've got a group of people that are loyal to Ailes. You have a group of people who are loyal to the new administration. I mean, this happens all the time. It happens in sports, happens in business, happens in government. Hell, it happens in the mob. And I think at the end of the day, rather Greta had a contract that was coming up, because it seems like a bunch of the players at Fox have contracts that are coming up. Megan Kelly's rumored to have a contract coming up. So, rather it was a contract coming up or something in that nature, they played, rather it was hardball, low ball, no ball, and Van Susteren's out. And she was one of the first people to come to Roger Ailes' defense during the whole accusations of sexual harassment. She was one of the first people to talk about Roger Ailes being a great person and a friend and basically defended him and said, no, he didn't do that. I never witnessed him sexually harassing anybody. I never witnessed him doing any of that. So the loyalty on Greta's part was what ails. And I think this is just one more piece in that cleaning out the closet of the ails loyalists. Remember, I said it here months and months and months ago. I'll say it again. There will be another network, and not a Newsmax or a Blaze, because if it's only going to be on the Internet, it's not going to be successful, because ultimately, you still need to be on television. You still need to be on Charter. You still need to be on Time Warner. You still need to be. accessible to the average mom-pa sitting in their living room uh, with a, you know, $20 cable bill. And after the elections, there will be another cable network started. There will be another cable network 
that will have a true conservative bend, not just with the news, but with programming, TV shows, so forth, and so on. Mark my words. All right, it's Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a, uh, well, actually, we're not going to take a break. We're done. I'm looking at the clock. They're giving me the outs. We're out. We're over. We're finished. You guys have been great. You guys have been the best, as always. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to uh, follow us at therobzakariashow.com. Go there. You can watch past episodes, old episodes, new episodes, whatever episodes. We have a blog. You could read uh, the story, the featured story of that day. It's good stuff. You could follow us on uh, Facebook, The Rob Zakari Show. Go there. And I promise if you read our stories, if you read uh, the material that's on the site, you will enjoy it. I promise. Just give it a shot. You will think it's funny. You will think it's witty. You will think all the above. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. It's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. Uh, Stay strong, stay tough, and uh, that's that. All right, goodbye. Talked to him before about.